0: Hello and welcome back to Bricks in the Wall. I am your host. Uh, My name will be Mr. X, I guess. And then we have Drew and Pete here. So last time we were talking, we started arguing because we were ending and the conversation was getting really, really good. We're starting to talk about the New World Order and how it's a luciferian agenda and how it ties in with the psychedelic uh, movement of the 60s. Okay, so to start this off, I wanted to talk about uh, this it's not a song. It's kind of like an album. It's called "The Psychedelic Experience" by Timothy Leary, Ralph Metzner, and Richard Alpert. Now these are psychedelic giants from the sixties that were pushing the psychedelic agenda, you know, to kind of get people to tune out and drop out. <clears throat> so the other day I took some acid and I was you know meditating and trying to put some music to relax, and I found this playlist on Spotify, and it starts out with this. This one of this, I guess you could call it a, a, I don't know, it's not a song, but it's just a speech by Timothy Leary and Ram Dass. It's 16 minutes long, but I'm only going to play a segment because I want to start this conversation out about how maybe the psychedelic experience, or I mean, the psychedelic agenda is just another movement by maybe dark forces used to manipulate the masses and control and steer people into a certain place. So this is by Timothy Leary, and he's trying to get you to, to come into an altered state of consciousness. But notice how when he's talking, it seems he's trying to relax you to the point to, where to allow spirits to come in. So pay attention and notice how it, the, both the psychedelic experience is trying to get you to open up and relax so that maybe um, entities can come into you. So check this out.
1: You are now about to begin a great adventure, the journey out of your mind. You will travel far beyond familiar reality into the level of transcendent awareness. You will leave behind you, your ego, your beloved personality, which will be returned to you at the end of this voyage. The goal of this trip is ecstasy. To move outside the boundaries of normal perception and consciousness into the far reaches of your nervous system. As you begin this journey, it is important to remember the following basic trusts and beliefs. You must be ready to accept the possibility that there is an infinite range of awarenesses for which we now have no words. That awareness can expand beyond the range of your ego, yourself, your familiar identity, beyond everything you have learned, beyond your notions of space and time, beyond the differences which usually separate people from each other and from the world around them. you must remember that throughout human history millions have made this voyage a few whom we call mystics saints or buddhas have made this experience endure and have communicated to their fellow men you must remember too that the experience is safe at the very worst you will end up the same person who entered this experience. All of the dangers which you have feared are unnecessary productions of your own mind. Whether you experience heaven or hell, remember that it is your mind which creates them avoid grasping the one or fleeing the other. You must maintain faith and trust in the potentiality of your own nervous system and the billion-year-old life process. With your ego left behind you, your brain can't go wrong. Try to keep the memory of a revered teacher or a trusted friend whose name can serve as guide and protection. Trust your divinity. Trust your brain. Trust your traveling companions. Whenever in doubt, turn off your mind, relax, float downstream.
0: that's just a little intro for now that's only been like five minutes but it goes on for a longer time but if you pay attention to the way that timothy leary he's talking he's talking a very hypnotic type of voice you know he's trying to get you to relax he's trying to like empty your mind he's telling you turn off your mind you know let go relax whatever happens let it happen Almost as if he's preparing you to have you open up for maybe an entity or for something.
2: Well, it's basically entering into your subconscious mind. Yeah, right? yeah. Right? Um. Uh, I know there's... You know, I still practice this, guys. You know, um, I I do believe in both the, uh, both the affirmations, you know, some things that they have on YouTube uh, to manifest things. There's other ways to do it. But I still practice it. But at the end... I know I'm still conscious of Andrew. I'm not going to surrender to it. I, I'm still here in my body. Once you go deep into that, like, for example, a lot of videos have binaural beats, too. You know, I'm binaural, the... Relaxing, yeah. You know, one, you, you talked about last time how, how uh, the ancients, they used to hum, dance around fire. Any technique you can do to slip into that subconscious, that, you know, some people would drink beer. Some people... Uh, there's many different types of things. Every but, culture has a, yeah. a
0: method of altering mm-hmm. your mind.
2: And, and once you're in that state, your subconscious mind is really re- receptible to to, to to suggestive ideas. And they say, your life lives in a subconscious mind because that's where you have all of your beliefs. Think about it, guys. Like in that movie, The Fourth Kind, about the aliens. Not just in that movie, but it's a common well-known thing that... Um, that uh, the therapists, they hypnotize you, right? Because, uh, me and you talk about this. We want to find out why are you having problems? Why do you fear this as an adult? That's what the therapist asks you about, what, Pete? Your childhood, right? Yeah. But you still can't figure it out, so you're kind of doing soul searching or whatever. Then, then the therapist says, you know what? Now, I'm going to hypnotize you and ask you questions. One, two, and the guy is just like this. Kind of knocks and, him out. And then the, uh, the therapist or the hypnotizer is all like, so what happened? Why do you hate him? What happened in childhood? Uh-huh. That's exactly the same thing. But hey, you're with a trustworthy agent, a therapist. Trying who's trying to help therapy. you. Uh-huh. But other times and in other situations, it can be a completely different story.
0: Like this. Like what this, well, like what this guy was talking about.
2: Yeah, he he claims hey, this is a spiritual practice, but even in spirituality, there's angels and demons,
3: mm-hmm. so you gotta be careful. Okay, uh, Yeah, you know it's, it's all had, balance, guys. Definitely had very evil encounters on psychedelics with evil spirits. <laughs> like what? Tell us. Or bad, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, not bad trips, but like sometimes I like I like this past one I took. I was trying to do, like, more, like, um like kind of healing in order healing What did whatnot. you take? I just took some mushrooms. About you know. how much, do you know? Uh, no, nah, I probably about like two grams or okay. something. I don't know. I kind of was eating them. I was like, because I didn't know how strong they were. So I was like, after my bad trip I had out on some uh, Amazonians, I just, I'll eat them slowly now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ate a couple, and then I kind of just kept eating food. Within
0: oh you ate food with that yeah I yeah,
3: I oh, wow. eat like a banana or an apple or something okay but um yeah I was pretty high on the mushrooms and um what I like to do is just kind of like look in the mirror and kind of like dance to music mm-hmm. and kind of look at myself and kind of like evaluate I guess or whatnot mm-hmm. and um <clears throat> I decided that when the mushroom trip was getting kind of strong I went. And meditated and uh to try to like kind of handle it Mm -hmm. and like i just felt like a bad like sense of like like something around me or something within me and like i didn't feel comfortable so i started like praying to god and stuff (laughs) but it it helped like it it rose it rise i felt my vibration started rising and my joy started rising when i started praying to god and like worshiping god or something like that i thought that was pretty interesting
0: See, that's how you know that praying is some type of, like, uh, raising your consciousness technique. Because you do feel like you're elevating way. yeah
3: But, like, um, yeah, definitely on that, like, that, that kind of, like, help with my, my joy and stuff. And I was kind of, like, thinking, since I was just, like, in such a heightened state, too, that, um, what do you call it? My words to myself really matter, you know? Because you, when you just kind of, like, just let it, like... You let the, kind of like the mind do its own thing and like come up with its own conceptions. You go into like a negative thought pattern and like you kind of, you kind of feel like your vibration like you're lost. Yeah, yeah. You, your vibration starts like going further down. You're just like, oh, I need to get back out of here and try to. So you try to try to rem- remember happy things or something that make you happy. So you don't get like. Into that but what spiral. do you think was
0: starting these negative thoughts?
3: Um. Well, I had a lot of bad trips before, and so like I'm I'm trying I was trying to move past like this real bad trip I had um this past like January. Okay. Uh I told y'all about it, I think. Uh I ate some Am- amazonians mm-hmm. and they were way too strong and I got real sick and I like I think I died and had some visions or okay. something like that. And, you then like, you like, how the passed visions out? Did you have? Like yeah. about the like end of the world and stuff. Well, how so explain? Like um, what did you see? I saw I saw everyone very intuitive and very. And this is before, like, talking about this or kind of looking into this stuff. I was pretty fresh. Okay. And. Well, first of all, I went down to hell. And, uh, my spirit went down to hell. And I put my face, like, in this, like, lava or this lake of fire. Oh, shit. And then I started having visions of the future. And. What was that? What happens in the future? Everyone gets, like, very, like, um. Like, monkish, I guess. Like, everyone's very intuitive. To a point where everyone's looking at everyone that is not... They, they know that they're not intuitive. And they, they don't like them. And, like, they, they hate them. Okay. And I was, like, thinking... I was, like, man, that, that sounds like what's happening now, too. And I, I kind of, like... I don't think about it that much. But lately, I've been thinking about it. And I just like... That stuff kind of kind of makes sense, you know? Like, you know? those who will know what's happening and those who don't or what? Yeah, like, the, the ones know that... That the... There's, like, certain people that are, like, are not, like, intuitive or, like, like, on a spiritual level, like, like positive, I guess, mm-hmm. by just, like, looking at them and just knowing and, like, I kind of wonder if that's how, like, people get, like, ridiculed and, like, like, Christians and whatnot get, like, I don't know, but it was a crazy, I'm still trying to piece back every everything I, like, I saw and, like. You can't remember everything? No, yeah, because I was real sick. I was, like. I was convulsing on my bed and oh, stuff. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I was, I was shaking. And uh, I got up to get some water, dude. And I had a kaleidoscope on my TV. And, dude, I, I, I looked at it and I... And
0: really? I, like,
3: knocked down hit the floor. Really? Like, yeah, dude. And
0: uh, that happened to me once. But continue. Okay, and then?
3: But, yeah, I got up and I was like, what the fuck? Like, oh, shit. And I started forgetting who I was. You're e- Eagle, yeah. You were having... That's ego death. No, know, like, I couldn't remember. Like, I... I would do something I would forget, like, right after what I did. Okay. And like, I I, my brain was, like, gone. Like, I had no mind. Like, I was on the phone with my sister. I was like, man, I feel so bad. She's like, you need to eat something. I kept forgetting about ordering food. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's pretty funny now. But, like, at the time, it kind yeah. so of Yeah, it feels like I'm, it's like, the end of the world. Yeah. And then I ended up, like, I, I wasn't good with my parents. But, like... I didn't know where else to go, and so I went to my parents. <laughs> really? When <Well>, you <laughs> like, were tripping? Um, yeah, like, well, after that mushroom trip. Oh. Yeah. But my dad was just, like, very cold-hearted, like, Are you okay. You know, like, uh, not really caring, but my mom was heartbroken. I felt bad. Ah uh, damn. Yeah. Like, I, I slept there for the night, and my dad and took all my shit away. Oh, so sh- I was like, man, yeah, I can have that, like, right now. So that's why you took a break from yeah, psychedelics. I, like, I've, like deleted everyone, like... Oh, yeah. He ghosted
0: them. me for a while. I thought he died or passed away. I I went to your house, like, twice. I went in to knock on your door. I was like, this dude's not answering. I have a feeling something weird happened with him. It Because like you were, like, starting to dive in deep, and I was yeah, like, dude. dude, you need to take it easy. It's not... It's a tool. It's not, like... A... Yeah, I was doing it exactly. a lot, dude. PPI. I was doing,
3: like... I lost... Yeah, the that, that whole span of, like, last, like, November to, like, January, like, was... I don't remember much of it. Damn. <laughs> I don't remember Me? much.
2: You used psychedelics. You don't let psychedelics use us. Yes.
3: Yeah, I was I was like really a beginner and even some people that I knew they were like, dude, you're kinda like going too too hard on this uh-huh. you know, like I was I was trying to fill the fill a void and mm. it wasn't that that's something you definitely don't want to try to fill that void. Not with it's psychedelics. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Remember my lesson.
0: So, uh, Drew was talking last time about how this, this type of uh, movement, of the psychedelic movement, it sounds nice and, and, and pretty from the outside, you know, it's, it's it pleasing to the ears. People get into it, they think they're all hippy-dippy and they're positive, and they are. I've seen a lot of spiritual people who, that turn spiritual because of psychedelics. They're very into astrology and they're into crystals and reading the tarot deck. And all these type of alternative methods of... You could say they're kind of a cult. Or they were a cult in the past, but now they're re-emerging in this new... You would You could say this is a great awakening or a great... Uh, the old religions are kind of sprouting back up as people are getting interested in witchcraft and magic and all these alternative methods of seeking, I guess, the unknown or the mysterious. And yeah, they're very interesting and you want to look into it. But some of these things are probably things that... We should be staying away from, as it says in the Bible. You know, the Book of Enoch claims that all the the angels that came down from heaven to follow Lucifer and oppose God were the ones who started teaching uh, the humans about uh, plants and the roots and how they can cause hallucinations. And if you really think about it, I've heard several researchers talk about how these, I guess you can call them, fallen angels understood the chemistry that happens in these plants and they used it to intoxicate people and while they're in this intoxicated very suggestible state you can implant memories or you can steer them to have certain thoughts or views about certain things you know so what if the, the fallen angels you know use these plants to trick people and deceive them to, to see things differently from what God intended them to be and that's how they've managed to deceive a large part of the population. What do you think, Drew?
2: Um, no, I, I, I totally um, agree with that. made me think um, that, for example, why does sleep paralysis only happen during the sleep or whenever we're in that drowsy state, our brain waves go into, what, beta or theta? Mm-hmm. It starts slowing down. A lot of people speculate. They say, hey, you know, these... Um, um, suggestions, or whenever you want to put on a podcast that speaks both the um, quotes or quotes about manifesting your dream life, money, or relationship, whatever, I suggest you do it as soon as you're about to go to sleep. Why? Because you're more suggestible. Whenever people experience sleep paralysis or something spiritual like that usually happens during sleep. Whenever people and you know, Pete, we talked about it too. There's uh, testimonies all over the world where, I think it's mostly women, but I know men have had this experience too, where in their sleep, you know, uh, supposedly a spirit by the name of being being in, I think the male sex spirit demon is an incubus. Okay. And you know, whenever they're really, really distraught over losing their loved one. Um, so they're really negative not negative but they're really depressed right and you know combine that with a little bit sleepy then you get yourself more susceptible to to a spiritual realm or to just having a, a great delusion though that's all i remember i think it was in part one or part two of the conjuring yeah yeah part two The wife was telling the husband, you know, you know how in The Conjuring, the husband and wife, they're like soulmates. They're a team and they go out and do paranormal research. Mm -hmm. Think about it, guys. They get it. They get involved in what we're getting involved in, but they're using it. They're using that instead of those things, using them. Mm
3: -hmm. That's
2: that's the ultimate difference. But the wife was telling him, yeah, I started me and my family. She had like eight daughters. Me and my family started experiencing all this. Well, so My husband left me I was a bit depressed And things happened Then the husband said yeah Yeah it's an ugly fact of life But that's never You're more vulnerable to entities or, or dark spirits Whenever you're really down At a low 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 frequency mm-hmm. Right uh, well, What was the other example That I was going to bring up Dang it There's another example People
0: but, who start
2: doing drugs and stuff
3: maybe
2: mm, Well I mean so that that was just that was only one example, but I mean, y- y'all get the whole picture. You know, it's. Um, I mean, I mean, you got to be careful, man. Be cautious. Be careful, and I mean, want me and you were big fans of Terrence McKenna of mm-hmm. his quote. You know, his psychedelics do cause us to to question things. Mm-hmm. So I mean, come on, there has to be some good. Why did that? Why did the FDA ban them, or why aren't they? Illegal, yeah,
3: Yeah. but
2: some people are used by them. Other people who are more grounded in reality use the psychedelics, so they don't open up that portal to the spiritual realm the way other people do. Because they, again, you said that you had a bad trip, you weren't you didn't know what you were doing, so you took a lot, and you know, that's probably why you had a bad experience because you didn't know much about it, and whatever. But some people use it to their advantage as a tool because it's mm-hmm. all a tool
3: mm-hmm.
2: it's all at the very end of the day we're ourselves we're our, our own kings we're our own you know we got to be grounded in who won Pete, or who you know we got to be grounded in that because if not we become susceptible to be hijacked so last time you were
0: saying something about how when you're in the psychedelic state, you're more prone to like you said. Whenever you're going to sleep, you're in a theta state. Yeah. You're more. You're
2: you're, a beta or uh, delta, something like that. But your brain waves slow down. You're not. Your defenses are not like yeah, you're exactly. not really up. You're not conscious. Mm-hmm. In and, rational thinking is. It, it's, it's becoming more and more and more less possible for you. Mm-hmm. Now you're bec- Now you're basically a feminine. You know, basically, they say men, men are the conscious mind. Women are the subconscious mind. Because okay. women are more easily agreeable. Women are more suggestible. That's why car dealerships and all of these other companies who sell things, they first target women. Men are more conscious, logical. We, we're less agreeable. So it's basically just like that, bro. Just, just like how you said. We slip into our subconscious mind world. more more suggestible state tv yeah bro me talked about eight uh you said within eight seconds of watching tv our our brain waves slow down and and alter into a what state that's alpha
0: it's similar to the hypnotic state that's what i was trying to get to and then they plant subliminal messages would you agree that once you start watching tv it puts the for example television was designed a certain way it has a certain flicker rate like TVs, when a TV is playing, you think it's a moving image, but it's just really a series of images that are playing at a very high speed. Colors. So it stuff. looks like things are moving. But this is because I think the TV flashes, I think, 60 pictures a second. So every 60 seconds, there's, I mean, every second, there's 60 images shown on the TV. So the, this flicker rate, they figured out that this flicker rate that is imperceivable to us, it's actually putting us in a certain state. Uh, just like you said it's like a hypnotic state that's when you become suggestible if you notice on kids it's very powerful if you put a kid in front of a tv his mouth opens up he's just staring at it you can be calling his name or telling him to do something and he won't pay attention because you know he's glued to the tv you know they say that you can become glued to the tv and terence mckenna said another interesting thing he said that we don't See television as a drug because we've grown up with it, and everyone does it all Except the time. That's entertainment, so. and it's entertainment. But if you really think about it, mo- think about a drug which pe- most everyone does for four hours a day, where they're just sitting glued, not doing anything, just um, basically like a zombie. You know, you look kind of like you're on heroin. You're just nodding off, kind of. You know, you're just focused on the TV. Your, your attention's focused on the TV. You- and <clears throat> at the end of the day, this is all spiritual warfare. You know. I say often that the the spiritual war is all a war for your mind and for your attention. Anything that they could do to grab your attention, to keep you away from God, because we're really here to do is like to recognize God and to live in harmony with each other. but <clears throat> this war that's being waged on our mind is used to to keep us there, you know, to keep us dull and not aware of what we're really supposed to be doing on this earth. So if you notice, too, there's a bunch of companies that they're not making money, like Snapchat and Twitter and these major companies that you think are super rich are actually losing money. They're trying to keep their audience. And when you think about it, like whenever you have a subscription to Netflix and you watch these movies, like you're not really paying for each movies, you know. To me, it seems like the goal of Netflix is not to keep you like um, happy. It's just to keep you glued on the TV, you know. So you don't have time to go read or study or become a better person on yourself. Because how, you, how, how do they make money? How does Netflix really make money? You just pay a subscription, but everyone's stealing. Do you steal Netflix? Or do you pay for it? No, but
3: people steal from me.
0: Yeah, everyone's basically stealing Netflix. So where's all this money coming from? And like um, Spotify and all these subscription services, like they're barely making money to stay alive. And I think this is all business about... Harnessing and gaining people's attention So um, Anything else y'all want to add?
2: Well, I was just You know um, I was uh, The whole consensus Of what we're talking about The whole basis about it is just paying attention Being aware, right? Um, So while we were talking about television I I, I looked up televised And I looked up TV programming and and who knows maybe it was there by accident but it's really funny how TV how it's called TV programme mm-hmm. right another thing that I looked up uh, the definition of televised means to uh, transmit broadcasts air something right
0: uh, what broadcast is interesting they're yeah. casting spells broadly over Broad, everybody yeah.
2: and and it's and a synonym for televised is. Telep- uh,
3: telepathy. Uh, what's that? How, how do you call telepathy?
2: it? Uh, Telepath- tele- telepathy. 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 There you go. Telephone. Telescope. And um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. I mean, once you dissect words, you know, it gives you a. But yeah, tele broadcasts put on the air. Televise relays send air beam out. Oh yeah. Disseminate. Oh, send shit. out. You know. I mean, think about it, guys.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, yeah, bro. Broadcast Yeah.
0: Another thing that I, I've uh, Alan Watts has said is that TV, since the beginning, people thought the television was for entertainment, and that's all it was really for. But it was designed to capture the minds of people. Like I said earlier, you know, whenever you're watching like a very dramatic show on TV or a scary show or something that's really got your attention, you'll realize that your heartbeat will start beating fast. You'll actually start anticipating like suspense. You um you become afraid, and this is because your body doesn't know the difference. Your subliminal mind, your body sees everything that it sees through its eyes. It sees it and perceives it as it's real. You know, so when you're watching TV, and you're watching like a war, your subconscious mind doesn't know it's a TV show. You know, it's seeing all this murder and death on TV, but we we've become accustomed to it. If you were to put a kid who's never seen TV and show him, like, a, a videos of war, he'd probably go crazy. He'd be like, what's going on? Because he hasn't seen that. But w- when we watch TV, we become programmed, like Drew said. We have all these worldviews that are implan- implanted in our mind that if we wouldn't have watched that show or movie or whatever, we wouldn't have really come up with that idea on our own. But like he said, they're beaming all this information into your subconscious mind to program you. And we should have an episode of predictive programming one time, and explain what that is and all that. But yeah. so they program you with all these ideas, so that when something happens in the real world, your mind's already sort of primed to see it as in a certain way. <clears throat> if you notice, before the 2001 um, uh, terrorist attacks in the World Trade Center, there was there's so many TV shows and books and movies. Portraying the Muslims or the people in the Middle East as as evil terrorist people, you know, you notice that it's always the the Arabs or the Muslims that were attack attacking or they're trying to attack us. <clears throat> but it's all this programming to for when the two thousand one attacks happened, we could easily accept the the ideas sold by the politicians that we need to go attack Afghanistan. So we should have an episode. You know how it's in the Matrix and there's a bunch of. In a bunch of movies, you could see symbolism talking about the nine the nine eleven attacks. So, what? Will you have something for us? Jim? Yeah,
2: yeah. So, whenever we were talking about TV, it brought me back to a few Anton Levey quotes. Whatever he's what he said about TV. Who's Anton LaVey? Anton Levay, um, isn't he the, the He's the founder, founder of the satanic. Church? The Church of Satan, yes. Right. And there were a few interesting quotes about him, uh, by him that he said regarding television. One of them is. The TV set or the satanic family altar has grown more elaborate since the early 50s, from the tiny, fuzzy screen to huge entertainment centers covering entire walls with several TV monitors. What started as an innocent respite from everyday life has become, in itself, a replacement for real life for millions, a major religion of the masses. Another thing he said many of you already read my writings indicating that TV is the new god. There is a little thing i neglected to mention up until now television is the major mainstream infiltration for the new satanic religion Uh, one more thing i was reading about what he said um there are television sets in every home every restaurant every hotel room every shopping mall now they're even small enough to carry in your pocket like electronic rosaries that brings me Back to what Orwell said, predicted in his book, 1984, about how he predicted that one day in the future, um, small electronic devices that people will be able to carry in their pockets, Mm -hmm. you know, um, know, cell phones, obviously. Um, It is an unquestioned part of everyday life. Kneeling before the cathode ray god with our TV guide, Concordance, in hand, we maintain the illusion of choice by flipping channels. Mm chapters and verses it doesn't matter what is flashing on the screen all that all that's important is that the tv stays on and the reason why it said that it doesn't matter what's flashing on the screen because it's only about the tv staying on i think it's because i mean um aren't because um, all of these tv channels and and, and everything that they're broadcasting it's sort of like the same, the, a different side of the same coin. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Democrats, Republicans, conservative, liberal. It all ties up to the same group of people. Just giving you the illusion of choice. Hey, these mm-hmm. are the conservatives, the, the logical ones. These are the liberals, the crazy ones. But both sides of their own all lead up to the same. It's all a triangle. They both lead up to the same thing. And even with TV. It's all about the a choice that, hey, we have the power to see what we want to see because mm-hmm. I don't want to watch you, so I have the power to forget it, but I don't want to watch Fox, the conservative news, so I'll, I'll put on CNN, the mm-hmm. liberal news, the Democrat. But they all lead up to the same solution they want you to accept. And they meaning also. A new world order.
0: They also sell drug pills too, mm-hmm. they also mm-hmm. have the same commercials. Yeah. It's said that five companies own all the media that's published in the mm-hmm. world. So yeah. what is they control and the media? And then medium? on
2: top of them, there's three societies, right? The Council on Foreign Relations. I think David Rockefeller was a CEO, a chairman of them. Mm-hmm. The Bilderberg Group. And then a trilateral commission. And then on top of those is the Council on Foreign Relations.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's why they control all of the TV stations that we see. So even if we think we're... Switching it up, you know, we can see Disney, Nickelodeon, ESPN, Fox News, Republican, CNN, Democrat. They both are all led up to what the Council on Foreign Relations wants us to believe. The programming they want us under. Radio stations too, bro. Right, newspapers too, a big major publishing companies too.
0: See, this is and people. When we start talking about these things, we start sounding like crazy conspiracy theorists. And people people are always like, well, if this was true, the news would tell us or somebody would tell us this and we would all find out. But like I said, five companies own all of the media. And when all of the media is controlled, you control the narrative. So this is David Rockefeller. This is one of the guys who's like the main proponents of the New World Order. And they, these These big people, these big CEOs of companies and politicians and rulers and kings of the world usually meet up once a year at a hotel, and they call it the Bilderberg Group. And this is where they meet up, and they talk each year about what their plans are going to be, how they're going to steer and maneuver the world, and how they're going to control the masses. This is one of the quotes that David Rockefeller is quoted as saying. He says, We are grateful to The Washington Post, The New York Times, Time Magazine, and other great publications whose directors have attended our meetings and respected their promises of discretion for almost 40 years. It would have been impossible for us to develop our plan of the world if we had been subjected to the lights of the publicity during those years. But the world is more sophisticated and prepared to march toward a world government. The supranational sovereignty of an intellectual elite and world bankers is surely preferable to national autodetermination practiced in, se- in the past centuries. So he's basically uh, thanking the media for always staying quiet and for not ever uh, dis- disclosing what these meetings were about, which are really about globalism and the New World Order that they're trying to implement. <clears throat> what do you know about the New World Order, Pete? Have you studied not, into that? Uh,
3: not, not that much. I
0: just know about like the Great Reset and whatnot, and like, all this spiritualism and stuff that's going on. What what do you, what is your idea of the New World Order, uh, Drew? Because well, last time we were starting to get into it, but we kind of had to finish. Yeah. But we we're talking about how this, everything that it's on TV and everything that's being pushed is this New World Order, and what is the New World Order in your in your in your head?
2: What? The first image that comes to mind is um, a small minority of people um, controlling every aspect of um, society um to a to a to a larger extent obviously than what we see right now, but it's it's basically. Where middle class people, upper middle class, are all wiped out, and it's only the poor, and then the so then the one percent or the powers that that be, um, yeah, yeah, it, it's a a to- totalitarian dystopian state, a new world order. Um, <clears throat> for example, um, um, sex is a good thing. That that's what God made. But even in Orwell's 1984 novel, he says that everybody was sexless. Nobody dreamed about having another baby or having sex with somebody else. That's the new world order. The original world order is, hey, sex is good as long as it's practiced within contentment, within boundaries, right? But the new world order, that's why even now, you know, uh, all of the sexual uh, gratification with OnlyFans, Pornhub, um um netflix's cuties and then there's another uh, um uh show coming out on e because on my spotify account you know i i don't you know they play ads and stuff so they broadcast different things and yeah it's like these girls uh you know competing for a homecoming for a dance and they're you know really really young but that's basically what it's about to me it's um uh, a world where, where everything is monitored through technological surveillance, mm-hmm. where you have no freedom, only the freedom to say what the state wants you to say, the freedom to do what the state wants you to do. Um, you know, a world where you're basically working for, for the party, for the system.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the whole movement that they're trying to push the new world order. I uh, posted something recently about what they're trying to do. And it's this uh, major CEO. I think he's the CEO of Walmart. But he it says, former Walmart president is building a 400 billion utopian city in a U.S. desert that will offer free education, health care, and transportation via autonomous cars. But see, this is the dream that they're trying to aim for. This is the last... Technocratic industrial revolution in which everything, like Pete said, everything's going to be controlled through um, through technology. This has been like Hitler's wet dream, you know, where he could finally control everything to the last degree through computers, through chipping people, through having cameras everywhere, through having you in a social credit score. And that's that's the dream, that's the future. In the future, all these Future cities are going to have, you're not going to own cars. Mm-hmm. You're not, that's what Clau, Klaus Schwab's dream is. He says that you're not going to own anything and you'll be happy. Agenda
2: 2030.
0: Yeah. And it's like a brave new world in 1984 kind of mix, I see it as. You can have everything you desire. You know, you can have a car pick you up. It's going to be like Uber, free Uber for everywhere. You can travel everywhere. Um, you don't have to work. You have a free, uh, the government gives you a, a social credit mm-hmm. each month. Um You have free education, free health care, basically a utopia, but the condition is that you are under complete control. If you ever dare to speak out against the government or some, some, they mandate something and they 're trying to push some type of law on everyone and you want to go against it, well, then they just turn off your chip. you know you 're no longer uh, able to to live in this society where everything 's controlled you can 't just go to the store and buy something because everything will be controlled through chips. And that that's the way of the future get, get rid of cash, make it all credit money on digital <clears throat> in, the, in the digital format so that it can be con- more easily controlled
2: mm-hmm. and you know I already I believe that to this day we are already living in in the new world order yeah
0: uh, yeah we're already there it's just people haven't realized it
2: and and it will become more and more and more and more uh, or, yeah, more and more uh, fortified too. It'll be more and more strict. But um, with every sector in life, every community, every aspect of of of, of civili- civilization, you see that these are the new ways now. I mean, it wasn't like how it was back then. I mean, it's all. Uh, I'm I'm trying to find it right now, but on my Spotify app, whenever I'm I'm. I'm listening to my music, you know, ads come out and everything. Um, There's one ad besides that new TV show on E about little girls competing with other little girls for dance competitions and all the moms and drama and stuff. There was another ad where the narrator starts off as, imagine a world where everybody goes shopping at one grocery store, where everybody goes here. And it's just basically the concept of one everything is one right uh one world religion the new age movement i believe one world economy a digital currency Uh, uh one world political system one world military everything is one we're we're under one mindset one one mentality through television the radio and That's why the Council on uh, Foreign Relations controls everything, because they can, all the info that we're able to hear and have access to, most of it, if not all, does have its affiliations with the Council on Foreign Relations. So maybe that's why so-called independent or alternative news media and content is considered hate speech or banned or this and that, or fake news, because it's not controlled by major corporations. And so therefore, some of these people have a conscious ability to think their own independent thoughts and put out content and info that's contrary to what mainstream media wants you to believe, that will get you and us out of this hive mind mindset that most people are under, spell. Um, now, of course, other independent people say dumbass, bizarre stuff, but other people also do have consciousness, independent thought, but they're consistently getting labeled as um, misinformation. Uh, yeah, did, yeah. Um, uh, that's why so-called conservative speech and all that is getting censored, and and you, you gotta you gotta wonder why, you know. But. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, this concept of being one, um, I, I did a little research a few days ago and I forgot who, who it was that quoted this, but they did say that national identity needs to be abolished in order to have a one world system where all countries, there's no countries, only just one world, mm-hmm. one dystopia, just like what you were talking about, this Walmart guy. Because with not national identities, we got America, we got this, we got mm-hmm. that, we got um, th- this. Our our cultures different. Yeah, cultures, cultures you know, uh, races, all that needs to be abolished. That's why the Georgia Guidestone says, "Hey, unite mankind. the The, the, the remaining five hundred million unite mankind under one living language." But we see in the in the Old Testament. God separated everybody into different languages and then a the, uh, Tower of Babel because they bit, achieved it right a one world with government Denmark, back then. yeah that the building they wanted to reach the
0: they had the, one the language heavens of God they had God, one language yeah. everything was controlled with exactly. one system
2: God got mad and separated them but as they say history repeats and, and, and but why do you
0: think that's bad Drew? why do you that, think it's bad to unite the whole world together?
2: because it's from for my from what I understand it's a false
0: peace. It's united to turn it's it all to send like it over into mm-hmm. to Lucifer, yeah, the Antichrist that's peace. coming. Yeah. yeah,
2: and then and then everybody being everybody being united. Whenever Jesus Christ comes the second time, they'll be deceived to rebel against him. Mm-hmm. Whenever he's the real good guy.
0: What do you got to say, Drew?
3: Uh, I, I was watching, and listening to this podcast about like the, the Tower of Babel and like how that's what they're saying with this spirituality and like this uh, uh, up in, in consciousness that we enlightenment we're like, bro that's what it's yeah. all about bro. New age we're stuff. In
2: God we're gods yeah yeah that's what Lucifer told even Adam it's the same concept bro
3: yeah and that's what they're saying like we're coming back to this one language exactly. of
2: just like knowing the lie of the serpent yeah, well awareness yeah. it is good right Pete it, higher con- that's good but to a certain degree bro it's not all evil we all practice that, but but whenever we start calling ourselves gods,
3: yeah, yeah,
2: then that's never we're taking it too far, where it's using us.
3: Uh uh-huh. yeah, right, dude. And yeah, I, I I listened to that and I was like, it's kind of interesting how like we're going back to that. Nothing you know, new under the sun. History no, yeah. repeats.
0: Yeah, I think people are falling blind to that. Like I said earlier, people—they're trying to promote this new age movement of the Great Awakening, and people are saying we're entering the age of Aquarius when we're all going to be enlightened and we're all going to be one. And um, it comes with the whole movement of astrology and crystals. Have you ever messed with crystals?
3: Dude, I have a theory on that. What? What's your theory? So like, I kind of—I think it's like—I it's, don't think it's good. You know th- why? Well, if you think about it, like, a lot of theories say that, like, uh, hell's, like, in the, in the middle of the earth, you know? Okay. What if those spirits are able to, like, talk to you, or, like, contact you through those crystals, and those crystals are, like, down there, or, like, that, those, those rocks are, like, those crystals are, like, uh, like, underneath the earth and all like, it, what okay. do you think, like, there's a, there's a way to, like, communicate through different, like, prisms like that?
0: What do you mean? Talk to the crystals? Yeah,
3: like, like, like if you're holding it, you
0: know like. I don't know they, Don't they have a they, Weren't you talking about something in the Old Testament How the prophets would wear crystals on their chest? Oh
3: yeah, well the Jews or something Or like that, those, the, the priests or something uh-huh. well, would, What would like, they wear, do? But also Solomon had something like that,
0: I heard too But see, I think there's actually something to it Because I heard a podcast I don't really remember what it was talking about But it was saying something about how crystals have some form of power That all the people knew that. That's why in certain places, like certain ancient temples and monolithic sites, they use certain crystals for certain things. And even now, computers, the silicon, and when they use it to store memory, it's all crystals, ain't it? It's all types of crystals, you know, and they say that they can hold memory. But um, like I was saying, it's this whole movement of these ideas like astrology, crystals, the tarot deck, uh, witchcraft even... It's becoming more apparent. You can see it in the rap music with that thing that happened last week with, um, what was his name? Hmm. This The concert where everyone, people died here. And oh, right. Travis Scott and then Young Dolph, another guy who was all about the Illuminati. He had a song that said, if I sold my soul, will I go to hell? But it's all this occult type of stuff that's coming back and it's reemerging. And it seems like the they're becoming less bracing and the, the more open you are with it, like Satanic and Luciferian stuff, the higher you of a star that you become. Mm-hmm. So what do you think we need to do to weigh people up to this? Or what do you think is the path out of this?
2: Well, man, it, it's, it, it's really our, the, the, way, the way we live our lives. Right? My yeah. old foreman from the company I used to work for, he told me whenever he was about my age, um, his idea, his form of rebellion was um not wearing any attire with um clothing logos or designers on there, not supporting big corporate mm. you know um but in some subtle sort of way guys we're we're already doing it one you said you know you don't listen to mainstream music anymore mm-hmm. um I mean I um, do
0: but not as much yeah yeah it's hard know, It's it, hard it,
2: to... it, it um one thing that I was thinking about right now, so yeah, it, it goes back to our lifestyle, right? And you know, money talks, man. So, where do we put our money? I remember, I watched some red pill content, you know, Better Bachelor and, and other podcasts, who, who who talk about different stuff going on in the world, and and recently, Pepsi had gone woke or basically politically in a uh, politically correct, mm-hmm. you know, the whole, uh, yeah so one way that my money could one way that i could make a difference is not buy any pepsi drinks Mm -hmm. because they went well politically correct one thing that i can do is um unsubscribe well it's a phone plan so i'm not paying for it but from netflix you know look at the movies they promote netflix cuties and stuff like that Um, but one thing that i was uh, gonna write down so i was uh trying to find that ad the audio that I heard on Spotify just a few days ago. I'm pretty sure it's new. But I ended up coming across uh, something from Amazon, right? Like a, like an Amazon commercial. But the way they headline their videos, like um, that the feature of America's uh, store sh- shopping supply, you know, it's kind of like, man, man, if we think about it, we all get things from Amazon, like mostly everybody does. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically a one world type of deal, not as not to the extent as what Orwell narrates and depicts in 1984 but it's also a smaller concept of it, and that's what me and you were talking about we're already living in a simple form of the new world order Yeah, you know, so that's why I was thinking about, man, I've always wanted to do this, but I never been honest with myself and pushed myself to do it, but even if I got to spend a few seconds and go on Google Maps and look up, you know, independent grocery stores, the smaller ones, mm-hmm. you know, I don't even know what, what they're saying in Spanish. But the fact that they're independent and privately owned instead of big corporate Walmart, h I mean, I'm not saying you're bad for going there, but one way that, that, that we can uh, support smaller communities, support smaller businesses. Local. To keep the money within us instead of going out to big corporate <laughs> that's one I mean little differences like that man now obviously they all it is said that, that a new world order will happen one way or the other supposedly that's even prophesied within the bible one um, elitist and globalist quoted a new world order will happen whether by conquest or by consent another man said many will die protesting against the new world order so it's about how many people could resist going into this new world order where we're enslaved and held captive for the sake of our dignity because supposedly what's scripted is that it all ends down it all comes down to religion and worship the the antichrist wants complete sovereign sovereignty and the worship of the multitude of the last remaining 500 million people on earth some people will be weak enough to do it because they want to live and don't want to get tortured or they want to still have their RFID to buy things other people will be more brave and noble and set up for themselves and say hey kill me or, or whatever take away my rights but I won't bow down to you we got to exercise our character our our mas our masculinity, but digital platforms and all that other stuff, porn, and all this other stuff, it's it's subtly weakening us. Mm-hmm. You know, one we talked about the other day, bro, how um, testosterone levels um, dropped down at, at a record high. Mm-hmm, they're really low. Uh, a man who was seventy years old back in the nineteen fifties, his levels are the same as. A, a young man who's 20 to 26 or 27 think today. about that bro yeah. today yeah. think about that guys Damn. think about that guys yeah and
0: we're being attacked through all sectors even the detergent that we use to wash our clothes lowers your testosterone uh the food we eat, the pest the hormones all that stuff is designed to weaken us so i think uh this was we didn't really get as deep as we i wanted to to talk about that stuff we did but it was pretty still pretty good I think next episode we should focus on solutions maybe on how we can help people uh, work together as a community to wake each other up and I guess get away from corporations and stuff. Um, Anything you want to close with to say? I guess this was a good one It was kind of slow Chris wasn't here Yeah, yeah we, could, we,
2: could, we did have Chris here with
0: us Even though he doesn't talk a lot But work. still He kind of uh, The uh, presence Yeah, the, the presence, presence.
3: Yeah, I, <laughs> His I presence
0: Is what that is. That energizes us. Yeah. But um, he's, like, he's
3: like zen over there He's like chill
2: yeah. He's just looking his head Back and forth At he's his, his argument like, Yeah He's
3: like just, Taking it all in yeah. <laughs> Taking it in the
2: vibration Fades and a, like a macho sweater
3: Dang, <laughs> <laughs> okay, roasting her.
0: Dan talking shit about it But anyways Thanks guys Thanks for listening to us If you're still here So stay tuned We'll be with y'all next week Peace Peace
3: Peace Later